Welcome to To The Point Podcast with Jake, your host, and his best friend, Ben. What's going on, everyone? This is Jake here from We Trade HQ. I hope you're having a fantastic day. We are now on episode four. four. I was going to say three there. Four. Episode four. This is yeah, my yeah, third four. time, but yes. Can we do math? Yeah, four. Episode four of To The Point Podcast, where we go over the latest and greatest stock market, finance news, maybe crypto news, whatever it may be. We just want to talk about it, share our thoughts, and... Let you guys know what's going on. But today, we have a change in our schedule. Yes, we starting do. off with financial memes. Yes. So we have one to show you guys. Let's get to <laughs> it. So yeah, at the beginning of each episode, usually we start off with a news item, but we want to make it fun. So we got a meme. Uh, this is from the subreddit, Wall Street Bets. I'm sure you guys have heard of it. Yeah. Uh, he's an avid poster on it, actually. Not at all. And <laughs> our meme today is the classic Winnie the Pooh meme where... He's kind of laying down, and then he gets all fancy. So um, the meme goes, we got Winnie the Pooh. First he says, you know, I day trade using Robinhood. You know, everyone trade, <laughs> trades with Robinhood. Great platform. But then he gets in a, a little tuxedo here and a little bow tie, and he says, I'm an equity trader with three-plus years of experience <laughs> trading global equities. I have a strong understanding of electronic trading platforms, regulatory environments, and risk. <laughs> that was so good. I love it. That was Anyways, so good. I thought this was hilarious. Oh, uh, my God. 10 out of 10 meme. That, that was great. Good job, man. <laughs> let's get into our news. All right, let's start. All right, so first item, um, Uber is planning on IPOing this later this year, sorry, and uh, Travis Kalanick, who was actually one of the original founders, who is not part of the company anymore, two years ago he was ousted, uh, he could be worth up to $8.6 billion after the IPO. So Travis, um, like I said, you know, he founded Uber with... <clears throat> another co-founder my name is blanking on him but um he owns eight percent eight point six percent of uber which is funny enough because he could be yeah. worth 8.6 <laughs> billion it's a funny number so i don't know what the ratio would be um but yeah uber is planning an ipo and later this year reportedly worth up to a hundred billion dollars that's crazy that's a lot of money that's especially fun. when you compare to their their competitor lyft who currently is at 17 billion that's their 17, market cap yeah. we just checked and 23 billion is what they opened at yeah. So this is like five times that. Yeah. Insane. So yeah, Kalanick owns uh, 117.5 million shares of Uber, but he actually can't sell that until six months after the IPO. Um, I don't know if it's a regulation or a law, but um, what it says here is there is a, what's it called? A selling restriction or something. Yeah. On the... Post IPO lockup period. Yeah. So maybe that's, I don't know if the SEC imposes that, or maybe it's with his, um, you know, shareholders and other board members, but he cannot sell until six months uh, after the IPO. Um, so yeah, excited for Uber. Um, I don't know how they're going to sustain. We talked about Lyft the last podcast. Yeah, uh, being profitable is very hard. Do you have for a them. date on the IPO there, or is, is it still coming? I don't in have the next a date. Weeks? They, yeah. they they filed their prospectus, so maybe it's in that, but I don't I don't have the date on hand. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the first item. Sweet. So yeah, our next company that we're talking about is Robinhood. Uh, they're they have some news coming out before their IPO. They're planning to IPO later this year and go public. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Robinhood is a no commission. Uh, it's a free of fees trading platform. So it's on your mobile app. It's only available to Americans. Uh, they, it, they're they really ta tailoring it to the millennial investor. So, yep. uh, you know, it's it's they kind of claim letting the young or the, the little guy little guy win. giving him yes. the advantage. So yep. they've, they've claimed that in the last year, 2018, they've saved 
users one billion dollars of fees which is insane yeah. um and i i'm blanking on it now but they have uh i don't know how many users there is six million six million i got yeah, you. six million users uh so the news that they're releasing uh right now is so they had something called uh, a premium membership called Robinhood gold mm-hmm. and it used to be ten dollars per month but now half the price so five bucks per month members now have access to larger instant deposits uh and one thousand dollars of that is interest free which is which is awesome. That's unreal. Um, and then they also are giving users with the gold membership access to level two on the Nasdaq. Yeah. Um, and then uh, so you're getting that market data as part of that, as well as more than 1,500 exclusive research reports uh, from analysts at Morningstar. So you know yeah. for half the price, and then you're getting even more uh, out of it. So yeah, you know it's uh, really it's pretty exciting for them. Um, yeah, as they're trying to push to become the millennial investors, uh, one-stop shop <laughs> yeah. is kind of like what this article is talking about. Uh, they're gaining momentum as they announce this these new premium features for the gold membership. So I think, um, yeah, their, their platform is great. I think it's really good for beginner traders, amateur traders. Yeah. Um, but the lack of, from my perspective, I think, you know, I, I, I would use it at the beginning, but... It just doesn't have enough features to really complete that package. Yeah. And if you want to take it that step further where you're trading maybe more complex equities or you want to get into algorithmic trading and use AI, you can't use Robinhood. Yeah. So. No, I think it's it's amazing for just testing the waters. So there's yeah. another, there's a Canadian app that just is new two months ago called Wealth Simple Trade. Same idea. Uh, Mobile only. You can access it on the app. Free commissions. You can trade ETFs, stocks. And I think it's great because if you want to get into something and just put like buy a couple shares... Because it's a scary thing at first. You're like, I'm buying this. I'm putting my money. What if it goes down to zero? And it just allows you to get comfortable. Yeah, I find like that's why I really like it, using like, interactive the brokers. Burden. Yeah, because the commissions are so low, you don't have to worry about. Or in this case, they're free. Yep. You don't have to worry about, uh, you know, two dollars in, four dollars out. Yeah. And now I'm just losing money, even if I broke even. Mm-hmm. So it just allows you to kind of get comfortable, test the waters. Uh, they also offer checkings and savings accounts with interest rates that are roughly 30 times higher than what the banks offer. I didn't, so, know, I didn't know they had that. Yeah, it's cool. Accounts. They just announced it in December. So cool. they're giving about 3% annually back on the money uh, put into those accounts, which is just another way that they're just trying to, you know, offer competition in the in the market. Yeah, so. really trying to get that market share. Um, I don't think they've been profitable yet, so... It's good to see that they're yeah, like implementing a lot of, these before their IPO. Like a lot of other companies that are IPO- IPOing this year, uh, they're still losing money. So, yeah. uh, but you know that's uh, not to say that they have great technology, great service, and hopefully, uh, going forward through the IPO, they just yeah. continue to disrupt this uh, this financial. They're they actually have. on they the uh, the top CNBC's disruptor fifty disruptors list for the past two years, ranking thirty eight in twenty eighteen. So, oh yeah, it's kind of fun. I like cheering for the underdog. Yeah, they're killing it, and I I hope all the best for Robinhood. So it's good to see. All right, uh, third third news item. Amazon is now expanding to grocery delivery with their Whole Foods market division. Um, Amazon purchased Whole Foods, I want to say last year or the year before, for $13 billion, and now they're really trying to uh, expand that market share. So they're going to be offering grocery delivery to 75 metros uh, across the states. Um, Some places like... Uh, Asheville, Charlottesville, Columbia, many, many more. Obviously. It's all under an hour, right? Under an hour, That's yes. That's under crazy. an hour, available from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. That's really cool. What if it's like 9 p.m. and you're like, man, I really want some, I don't know, M&Ms or something? Boom. Boom, there you go. So 
uh, I think this is great. Um, people are getting lazier and lazier. They want more convenient items, and they're willing to pay for it. So uh, they're going to be offering this service starting... I don't know when it starts. Oh, it already launched. Sorry. My <laughs> I don't have your back here yeah. on this one. It already launched. So. He said he was doing the Amazon. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, they've already launched with it, so... Um, that's cool. A lot of companies yeah. are trying to do this just to stay competitive with Amazon. Like Walmart, they do uh, delivery to the parking lot, so you can order mm -hmm. your thing online. They'll bring it to your car, which is still sweet. And then I know like uh, Zares or like PC Financial. I don't know if it's in the states, but yeah, uh, you can do like ordering online and ordering. then like go pick up uh, or whatever, which is cool. I've never used it. It's cool. Have you ever used it? I've never used it. And one of my worries is when you go to order, how do they know how to pick like the best bananas or vegetables? Uh, right? Like you have to trust. That they're going to do a good job with that. And that's always something I wondered. I'm like, that. yo, what if I order some bananas, but they pick crappy bananas? That's true. Or like, you know, the watermelon. When you yeah, they don't knock on it. I don't have to worry about that because I don't have vegetables. But <laughs> of no, you I'm don't. kidding. Eat your veggies, Frozen man. pizza. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's going to be calling Prime Now. And uh, you can visit there to uh, to shop. You can also use Alexa. I'm not going to trigger the, the command, but to order your Whole Foods as well. Hey, Alexa. He did it. Subscribe to WeTrade HQ. <laughs> Subscribe to WeTrade HQ. So cool. Um, so yeah, that's that's our third news item. That's that's Amazon. Sweet. Our last news item is about the Federal Reserve. Actually, it's about Goldman Sachs oh, yeah. uh, reacting to the Federal Reserve, saying now that the chance of a recession has gone from twenty percent in Q four of twenty eighteen to now ten percent. Wow. So this is good news. Uh, they're basically saying awesome. that uh, global uh, global what is it here? Global growth. And is appearing to be uh, more stable, and mm. uh, the U.S. is actually, you know, showing signs of growth momentum. Uh, and they use all these fancy terms in this article. I don't want to get too technically with my jargon and all that, but there's the FCI, which is the Financial Conditions Index, which is what the Federal Reserve uses to determine uh, whether to raise the interest rates or not. Uh, and basically, you know, Treasury yields have risen, uh, as mm. well as um, where is it here? The yield curve which is uh, no longer inverted between the 10-year note yield and the three-month bill yield. So, yeah, that sounds really confusing. But basically, a yield curve inversion is seen as a reliable recession signal, and uh, just recently it is no longer inverted. So that's good news. Good sign. Uh, and uh, basically they're saying that the easing of financial conditions was by far the biggest influence on the reduction of the downside risks. So... Great news for the economy. Hopefully, Hopefully we see it keep going. Up. Yeah, we're seeing SPY doing very well, so uh, that could be a good sign. You know, I never thought we could put a percentage on recession, but from what you're talking about with the FCI and the yield curve, I guess those are really good indicators at determining that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not great <laughs> with all of these things. Me I mean, either. It's, it's really complex, and I think they try to make it sound complex to scare people off. For me, I mean, they're saying, oh, it's going from 20% to 10%. Like, okay, they can try to predict as much as they want. You can react to that news as much as you want. Yeah. But really, like, just play the facts. Don't play the news because it's not a guarantee of whether that's going to happen. A recession yep. could happen tomorrow, and they could have said that, yep. oh, it's 10% now, and, you know, yeah. it's it's uh, it's just play what actually ever happens and, uh, you know, go accordingly yep. with that. So Yeah, do your own due diligence because obviously the government, you know, they they do research, they, have, they say things, but, you know, it all depends on, you know, your knowledge and anything could happen yeah and they didn't predict you know 2008 so yeah yeah they are actually trying to hide it right they were trying so, to hide it exactly and who knows what's happening if this is the same thing so like like anything with that you know 
we're just saying the news you can choose how to react to it but yeah in the end don't play the news play the actual facts the facts with how you decide to invest your knowledge yeah all right guys well that's everything that is all we have today i really appreciate you guys watching um before we end the podcast i wanted to mention that you should join our discord we have a discord of over four thousand members for we trade hq uh, the link is, I'll post it probably as a card or in the description, and you can click that. Join Day Traders Live and, you know, just talk about the markets, stocks, options, crypto, futures, yeah. forex. We got everything. They got a really cool community. You yep. join and they've got a channel for anything that you're interested in, getting out of debt, young investors, Canadian investors, like whatever it is, yep. you can find it there. And there's great resources, great people. Uh, they post all their videos and stuff. So, you know, join it. It'll be, uh, it's free and uh, it'll it's be posted time. down below so it's a good time thanks for watching guys be sure to leave a comment below also sorry to interrupt you there <laughs> no worries and get, please we would really appreciate your subscription and a thumbs up smash that thumbs up guys we're at 67 subscribers right now yeah we need to beat pewdiepie in this race yeah we gotta beat 92 million right. 93 million i think he's way up there way up there we yeah. want to hit 100 before episode 5 so let's go 40 yeah. people 37 people just hit that smash that like button boom comment subscribe let's go let's go i love it love thanks for watching guys thanks guys have a good one